What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is August 12th, 1946, and the title is Homesteads on the Range. The daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of a great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Oh, Silver! Let's go, big fellow! Silver! Since the homesteaders had started moving in along the river, the little town of Shelby had doubled in size. Jerry Knight, Jim Keating's foreman at the Double Bar Ranch, 
and Red Langdon, the new hand, were forced to walk their horses along the crowded main street. It was Red's first sight of the place, and the scowl on his ugly face reflected his disapproval. <laughs> uh, don't you like Shelby Red? No. I hope there's a good cafe, that's all. It's on a way. Where do all these people come from? Uh, some of them live here. A lot of them are homesteaders. It's early for the cattlemen. Homesteaders? Hmm. I can pick the mangy critters out. No wonder Jim wants to get rid of them. That's between you and him. You don't like the idea of my coming here, do you? Not much. After seeing you try to rope those doggies yesterday, I can't figure it'll be much help with the work. I got different work to do. Sure. You're too high and mighty for it, I suppose. The government's opened the land along the river to the homesteaders. They got a right to settle there. Fine cattlemen you are. I know my job and I do it. You won't have a job for long. Cut it out. You take your orders from Jim. We don't have to talk about nothing. That suits me. Yeah, here's the store. I want to get a few things. Oh, boy. Guess I might as well look around. Who? Who? You coming on to the cafe with me after no. you get through? No, I have to see a buyer. And I'm going right back to the ranch. Hey, look at this farmer coming out. Loaded down like a pack mule. <laughs> What's this? What are you going to do? What? This is just sugar and flour. Hey, why don't you look where you're going? Yeah. <laughs> and busted the bag wide open. Now, ain't that too bad, hmm? You did that on purpose. You think so? I ought you to... You ought to keep your mouth shut or you'll get into trouble. He's got his hand on his gun. I see it. Now, adios, farmer. I'm not leaving just yet. Eddie, where are you going? I gotta get some more flour, don't I? There's something else I need. Yeah, I'll wait here to help you down the steps. I won't need any help. Yeah, it's a mighty pretty girl in the buckboard, Jerry. Yeah. Wonder what Eddie's sister's name is. Maybe we ought to have a little talk, hmm? Stay here. Huh? Oh, come on in. Either one. Well, you just told me I'd take my orders from Jim. Now I'm telling you to get inside. Well, what's the harm in passing the time of the day? That'll be all. You first, Red. All right. Well, there's a the farmer with a nice new sack of flour. When your wheat crop comes in, you won't have to buy it, will you? Unless something happens. Nothing's going to happen. No? I bought something else. Yeah, what's that? Well, look. He's got himself a gun. Now, don't he look fierce? <laughs> Anytime you want to bump into me now, mister, go ahead. We'll settle it any way you like. Good boy. And the same goes for you. All cattlemen are alike. Here's one homesteader that's tired of getting shoved around. Asking for trouble, huh? Well, he'll get it. Plenty of it. Why'd you have to buy that gun? can't afford it. I couldn't afford not to buy it, Martha. The law's on our side. We got the sheriff to protect us. He's scared of the ranchers. That redhead made a remark I didn't like. Just don't pay any attention to him. But our crops. We're just about ready for our first harvest. If anything was to happen to it, we could bust down our fences, drive the cattle over our land, maybe set fire to the wheat. Oh, they wouldn't dare. No. That redhead's new in Shelby. He's got notches on his gun. 
There's a lot more like him drifting in all the time. Ranchers are hiring gunmen. You can't stand up to them all by yourself. That's right. And once you start shooting, you've got to keep on. There's only one end to a game like that. I don't aim to stand alone, Chris. Time all us homesteaders got together. I'm going to take a ride over to Hank Roberts' place tonight. Get up there. Eddie saddled his pinto pony and headed for the Roberts homestead as soon as he had finished supper. It was less than half an hour later that Martha heard someone ride up. Thinking it was her brother and surprised that he should return so soon, she hurried to the front door. It can't be Eddie. Evening, ma'am. Oh. I'm Jerry Knight from the Devil Barley. I know who you are. You were with that red-headed cowpuncher in town this afternoon. Yes, ma'am. What do you want here? I'd like a word with your brother if he's in. Who is he? Well, maybe you can tell him for me. Your wheat and your corn are coming along right good. It won't be long before you can harvest it. We don't need you to tell us our business. No, ma'am. Just watch out, that's all. There's apt to be some trouble. What kind of trouble? Well, just, just keep a good watch on your field. So that's it. So you ranchers are planning to burn us out. The ranchers don't like you farmers being here, that's sure. We've got a right to be here, and we're staying. We'll fight to stay, and we'll fight together. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yes, ma'am. I'll be going now. Wait. You're a cowboy. You're in with the ranchers. Why'd you come here? Well, I... I lived on a farm myself till I was 12 years old. I was back in Illinois. I guess I still got a feeling for wheat and corn, for growing things. You hate to see anything happen to a good crop. Just a crop. The people don't mean anything. Oh, I, I didn't say that. There's room for you here. I don't feel the same way as my boss. And that's the, that's the first friendly word I ever heard from a cattleman. It, it won't be the last one from me if I can help it. But can you? I don't know. Well, well thanks for coming anyway. Yeah. Good night, ma'am. later, Jerry was going over some papers with his boss, Jim Keating, when Red burst into the office. Hey, boss, you know what happened last night? Uh, what would he know about rustlers? He never goes near the herd. That's yeah, worse than rustlers. Them pesky homesteaders. They had a big meeting last night. One of the boys in Lazy K sneaked in and heard what they said. Yeah. They banded together, and they agreed that if one of them was to have any trouble, the others would pitch in and help them. You and the new boys from the other ranch, you should have gone to work a long time ago. You said to wait till they were almost ready to harvest. How many was that to meet? Plenty of them. How many? Oh, over a hundred. Well, there's you and Ben here, see at the Conlon place. <laughs> well, they get there about a dozen who wasn't for us cattlemen. That's not much against the hundred. And... Well, they can't stick together all the time. We can go after the farms one at a time, make our getaway before they know what's happening. They'll know, and they'll blame us. What if they go after our cattle to get even? What are your regular hands for? How about that, Jay? If they go after the cattle, we'll be ready to fight. We always have been. Where are you going? Out. I don't want any part of your dirty work. You don't know which side his bread is buttered on. He's jealous. Don't let him hear you say that. You'd be sorry. I'm glad he's gone. Got something else to tell you, boss. Jerry's too friendly with the homesteaders to hear it. Friendly? You heard him talk. Go on. What do you want to say? Well, it was Nambre called Eddie Hamilton who fixed up that meeting last night. He's their leader, you might say. The rest of them haven't got any gumption at all. Now, if uh, something was to happen to him, 
See what I mean? No. That he was to disappear. Uh, maybe pick up a case of lead poisoning. Wouldn't be anybody to take his place. Every one of those homesteaders would be so afraid of his own skin and his own place, he wouldn't stir ten feet from his front door. You planning to shoot it out in Hammond? You hired me because I can use a gun. And your brains if you get any. Well, what's wrong with what I said? People can see those notches on your gun butt. You pick a fight with Eddie, I'll draw him. Folks will say you murdered him. You not only have the homesteaders against you, you'll have the town and some of the ranchers too. Or even the sheriff might figure he had to do something. Well, we got to get rid of him. Figure out some other way. All right. I think I've got it. What? Never mind, it's simple. Just leave it to me. He won't know what hit him. And no one else will either. That walking up and down. I'm nervous. You don't have to tell me that. You hardly touched your supper tonight. Well, time I'm getting short. Things are going to happen awful soon. You've done all you can. What's the signal to call for help from the others? Three shots fast, and, and then two more. I want to make sure you remembered. Maybe, maybe I won't be able to fire it myself. Don't talk that way. We got to face facts, both of us. I wasn't going to tell you this, but I'd better. Just about sunset today, I saw a masked man and an Indian across the river. A masked man? I'm sure he was masked. He was up on the ridge and the sun was right in his face. He was riding a big white horse. You think he was an outlaw? I suppose. As if the ranchers weren't enough. Why did we ever come out here? It's worth it if we can stick it out. Oh, please sit down. I can't. Then why don't you saddle the piano and take a ride around the place? What for? Make sure everything's all right. Maybe you can sleep after. I can't saddle the piano. Why not? He isn't here. I let Hank Roberts ride him into town. He wanted to see the doc. Anything wrong? Oh, nothing much. A cut on his hand that was swollen up. He just thought the doc ought to have a look at it. I'm not worried about Hank. Then please sit down. All right. He's been gone a long time, though. Hank's a good man. I hate to lose him. Stop it, Eddie. I mean, it's his right hand that's hurt. He might be laid up with it for a while. I hope not. Oh, well, there's somebody now. I'll go out. Martha, that was Hank. When the shot rang out through the quiet night, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were racing along the far shore of the river. Quickly, they reined up. Oh, 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 that shot comes from downstream. Yes, Tonto. That's about the Hamilton farm. Yeah. Two more. Hubble's shot now. We're crossing over, Tonto. Come on, Silver. Get him up. Count. At the homestead, Eddie and Martha were bending over the quiet form of Hank Roberts. There's nothing we can do. It's dead. Listen. Horses. They changed their mind. They're coming back. I'll get them this time. The 
curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Hamilton opened fire on the Lone Ranger and Tonto as they rode toward his homestead. The masked man and the Indian swerved from the trail and headed up the wooded slope of a draw. Easy, Silver. Tonto, keep to the trees and work around to the back of the house. Ah. Then, too. That's the signal you told me about. That's what Tonto here. When him listened to Homesteader. He's calling them together. You're right. It means trouble. And carry man inside now. We'll leave the horses here and go up to the house. We've got to find out what's happened. Steady, big fella. Come on. Don't go for your gun. It's the outlaw. Killer. No, we're not outlaws and we're not killers. Hank Roberts is dead. Listen you... to me. Did the first shot kill Roberts? What do you answer mean? Answer me. I'll answer you. The first shot did kill him. We were across the river when it was fired. Did you see the man who fired it? Oh, yeah. I saw him right away. There's plenty of moonlight tonight. What kind of a horse does he ride? A black one. Oh, oh you're wrong, Eddie. We just saw this man and a white horse and, and the Indian was riding the paint. Besides, you were sure you hit him, and the masked man isn't hurt at all. You hit the man who shot Roberts? I think so. I'm sure of it. We heard a yell, and he weaved in the saddle. But he didn't fall. No. No honor, he's sidewinder. Hamilton, please believe us. Todd and I want to help you. I believe you. How can you help us? By going after the killer. Your friends won't be here for some time. How do you know that? We know you've called them, and you'll have to wait for them. We can go ahead. I'll just answer a few questions. All right. Can you think of anyone who might want to kill Roberts? I don't think they were after him at all. They were after me. Hank was riding Eddie's horse. Who uh, who would want to kill you? Every rancher in the country. 
Every one of the gunmen, they got working for him. Which way did this man head when he left here? He took the upper trail. Of course, there's a fork about a mile from here. That's right. Yes, I know. Right into town, left toward the range country. Do you think you can find the right way, Toto? This man wounded, there'd be plenty of time. And let's go. Wait. We'll see you later. Red Langdon pulled up in front of the double bar ranch house and slipped from the saddle. Then he hurried up the steps. Jim Keating and Jerry Knight jumped to their feet as he lunged into the living room. Get Jerry out of here, Jim. Well, you've been hit. Yeah, my left shoulder. I gotta get it fixed up. Jim, here he stays. I'm no good with bandages. Yeah, this is stuff in the cupboard. Have him sit on that chair for the last time. Here it is. Good heavens. I got him. You've killed him? What about Hamilton? It's none of your business. Go ahead, Benish Murray. Not till I find out what this is all about. I've been doing some work for Jim. Is Hamilton dead? Yes, and what are you going to do about it? I told you not to take a fight with him, you fool. Nobody knows I fired the shot. I waited for him near his house. Thought he'd come out for a minute or two before he went to bed. He wasn't in the house. He was in town. I saw his pinto coming up the trail. I let him get right in front of his door and oh, then... Why, I... you... You dry, Justin. How'd you get here? While I was getting away, somebody fired after me. Just a... I don't know. I looked back for a minute. Two people standing by the door. Are you going to bandage my shoulder or not? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. You're going to set me straight on a few things. Uh, yeah. You tell Red to kill Hamilton. Well, no, no. I wanted to get rid of him, sure, but scared out of bird out. Anything not this. What are you going to do about it? You left it up to me, Jim. I said no shooting. Oh, what are you going to do? What can I do? He's a murderer. Not only a murderer, he's a low-down, cowardly coyote. Got a man in the back. You gotta turn him over to the sheriff. No, you can't. No, no, I, I can't. Yeah. There's your bandage. Hey, Jerry, wait. You got I'm finished here. I'm through. Get yourself a new phone. Hey, where's he going? Oh, uh, I'll talk to him later. He's taking my horse. You wouldn't tell the sheriff, so he's gonna do it himself. There, I told you, he's heading straight for town. Put down that gun. I hit him. Give me that gun. So you want him to get away, huh? Well, nobody's gonna double cross no. Horse on the trail ahead. Study with your gun. Ah, horse come this way. Yes, I see him. Him savvy. Yes. Rider hurt bad. Him hang over horse's neck. Maybe our man. Look, him fall off. Come on, Toto. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. Oh, who's oh, 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 oh. I don't know this fella. Him Jerry Knight. Foreman, double bar. His head. The bullet creased his scalp. Ah, that's how to fix it. Sheriff, it, it was Red Langdon shot Eddie Hamilton. Did you hear that, Tom? Uh -huh. Where is Red Langdon? What? You want us to capture Red, don't you? Where is he? Double bar. Can we leave this man, Tonto? Well, him need bad ends. Then him be all right. All right, Tonto. Oh. Bandage him quickly. Here, I'll help you. Uh, him lie Steady, still a while. Let him rest. Good. Easy, easy, fella. Steady. Just be a minute, a minute now. Are you about finished, Toto? Uh, maybe through plenty quick. Here, Silver Scout. There. Me all down. Good. Pretty, pretty big fella. Red's the man we want. Come on, Silver. You're not Scout.
We're looking for Red Langdon. Well, I'd like to find him myself. Be here? I don't know where he is. That hit he was shooting when Jerry rode off with his horse. Well, that was it, huh? And he knocked me out with the butt of his gun. Now, Kim, where's Harvey? Yes. There's somebody inside the house. Follow me quietly. He's in my office. That door? Yeah. Keep back. He may open fire. Going through the desk. The game's up, Red. Reach! No, you don't. Hey, my gun. Where's my gun? On the table. When I said reach, I didn't mean reach for that. You're going to pay a call on the sheriff, Red. And you, what's your name? Keating. This is my outfit. You're coming with us. That shoots me fire. Hurry it up. Are you sure this is the place where you left you? Yes. Now, maybe he got the fever better and rode on to the sheriff. We haven't been gone long enough for him to recover. Notice all the hoof prints around, Toto? Ah, there are plenty. Maybe 30, 40 horses. Homesteaders' posse's been here. The homesteaders? They were out looking for the killer. They didn't know who he was except that he'd been wounded and he was riding a black horse. If Jerry was wounded, and if the black was still around... Take him prisoner. What'll they do with him? Take him to the sheriff? I hope so. Not on your life. They'll string him up to the first tree that's big enough. That's what I'm afraid of. And what to do? Easy enough to follow the posse's trail. We're going after them. They turn away from town toward the river. Keating and Red and I will go on alone. You ride into town and get the sheriff. Ah, uh, time to do it. Get moving, Red. Get him yeah. out of the town, Montilver. All right. Lead his horse under the big branch. I'll get the noose around his neck. That's it. Oh, don't do it, Eddie. I told you to go home, sis. You've got the wrong man. Black horse and a bullet creek. You've got the only man it could be. But you haven't listened to him. He's explained all that. He's been trying to save his neck. I know he's our friend, Eddie. He's the only friend we've got among the branches. Get that rope tied around the branch. I heard it. It's a madness. He didn't do much good. He'll be just in time to watch the crook swing. Here he comes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Easy. You made a mistake, Eddie. Glad we arrived in time. There's no mistake. Look at this man. He's the one who's guilty. Who? The redhead? Yes. You notice that he's been wounded, too. He's riding a bay. I know it was a black horse I saw. The black horse belongs to Red. It's true. Think back to that afternoon in town. Here's Keating. He'll vouch for it, too. Your man's friend's Red. What's more, Red admitted what he did. Why, you double cross. Don't move, Red. I've still got a gun on you. Good enough for me, I guess. Let the other hombre go, man. Cut the ropes on his hand. We'll just let the right man take his place. There'll be no hanging tonight, Eddie. Who's going to stop it? You are. We want justice done. Justice? Of course. What about peace? There's no chance for that. There would be if you'd shake hands with Keating. Him? <laughs> he wants to run us out of the country. What do you say to that, Keating? Really? I've been wrong. When did you find it out? When Jerry walked out on me. I've always respected my foreman, Eddie. I didn't pay any attention to him when he said it wouldn't do the cattle business any good and it wouldn't do the country any good if we started a war. But uh, I respected him. And when I found I was lining up with a bunch of killers and that honest men wouldn't have anything to do with me, it wasn't until then I knew how wrong I'd been. I admit it now. If you can let bygones be bygones. I uh, guess maybe. Here, uh, here's your prisoner, Eddie. 
Take care of him until the sheriff gets here. Right. All right. Watch him, boys. Take that noose down from the tree. This hombre's going to get hung according to law. Let Shaco live in according to law, Eddie. What are they? There he goes. Who? The masked man. Who is he? Well, I, I figured it out when I was lying by the side of the trail. He's got a big white horse. He calls his Indian friend Tonto. Well, after what he did tonight, I guess there's no two ways about it. That was the Lone Ranger. copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.